0: hey guys welcome back to somebody's mama podcast we're your hosts, kendra and nicole thank you guys for joining us for another week and another episode my voice if i still sound a little nasally if you listen last week you know my kids were sick and i was like oh i haven't really got it yet i got it (laughs) (laughs) it was coming bound to happen even with me wearing a mask and cleaning everything and My friend was like, the mask is not really, um," she was like, it doesn't really protect you. If you, he was the one who should have wore the mask because he had the germ. And I was like,
1: well, I tried. (laughs) Girl, listen, I did the best I could. Right, we've been wearing masks
0: for almost two years and I'm still trying to learn how it works, okay? All
1: right. (laughs) That's so funny. Uh, I met somebody that was from, I forgot, uh, I forgot exactly where, but they they had actually explained that to me that when somebody even thinks they might be sick from their country, mm-hmm. that they put on a mask. And I was so he was like, Yeah, so basically like in my country, if you think you might be sick, you put on a mask. So he's like, I've been wearing masks since I was like four. Yeah, I always see that like when you watch videos or whatever from like Japan,
0: they walk around with masks all the time in the city. But I thought it was because like the pollution. But it's probably because of both. Yeah, they're, they're very like, overprotective in general. But I get it. I'm like, listen,
1: wear your mask, OK? I have a question. Uh-huh. We weren't even planning to talk about this. But my biggest question is, I don't know if I'll ever be comfortable mm-hmm. going to Disneyland without a mask. Girl,
0: no, forever. I don't either. Like, you know, this whole thing about, oh, you don't need to wear a mask outside. I don't, I don't agree. Like, (laughs) I
1: feel like... (laughs) But we went there so many times without a mask. And I know there's so many times I went and I didn't get sick. Right. But But still now
0: you know better. Right. And then two, sorry, one second. I've always been a super like germaphobe anyway so even before this whole pandemic started I was constantly cleaning my hands cleaning my kids hands wiping stuff down like I've always had a Lysol kit in my diaper bag like this is nothing new for me but I do agree like the germs are just different like you didn't get sick like that like and then I think our immune systems were kind of like built up for it because you know we go to amusement parks theme parks and stuff all the time and then you won't necessarily like put your hands in your mouth like Mm. i always wash my hands before i eat so but um yeah so i guess i'll just go ahead and talk about my weekend since we are yes talking about me being sick so um i think i mentioned that my husband was going out of town for um A speaking engagement so i was trying to keep everybody from getting him sick i was trying my best not to get sick trying not to get the baby sick so Kendon is the one who brought the germ in the house okay (laughs) (laughs) so we were doing good we were doing really good and then um saturday i want to say no friday it kind of hit me and i was like oh is it my allergy no i'm lying Tuesday, I felt like an allergy flare-up because the pollen is crazy right now, too. Right. So my eyes were kind of watery, and I was just feeling it, you know, in my sinuses. I took some Claritin. I was fine. Um, I went to a wedding. The wedding was outside. Um, The following day, I was still feeling like, you know, the, the sinus or whatever. And then, but then I started feeling more congested. And then by Friday, it was like, dang, girl, you sick. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> it's over. So, yeah, so I was just, you know, taking care of the kiddos. It was a really long week. Um, cleaning a lot, taking care of stuff. But like I said, I went to a wedding. That was really exciting. One of my good friends uh, was getting married at her beautiful home. Um, the wedding was so nice. It was just really nice to witness. Um and it was on a Wednesday. I've never been to a wedding on a Wednesday. It was so random. But that was the, the year anniversary of their first date.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So their story is super cute. So wait, wait. The wedding was a year after meeting their first date. Yeah. Yes. Oh wow. They, they they like fell
0: in love like I think from the first date, they spent like every day together. Like, it was just like a crazy connection. Like, he kind of talked about it in his vows. And um, they kind of told the story of their first date. He went all out from jump. Like, I won't tell all her business. But it was a really nice story. Really beautiful. um, Beautiful day. So happy for her. She looked amazing. Um, So, yes, that was really fun. And then um, the rest of the week, I was in the house. I was inside <laughs> <laughs> with the kiddos and my husband came back on Monday. So yeah, it was a nice little chill weekend. How about you?
1: Nice, nice. Um one day we have to do our love stories too, like how we met our husbands and yeah. what happened and this and that.
0: I love it.
1: <laughs> we'll have to do that. Um but okay, so this weekend, Saturday, I had another pop-up shop. hmm And the end of my pop-up shop is uh, my mommy moment, so I won't share that, but um, I, okay, so when I do these pop-up shops in uh, in LA, right, on Saturdays, mm-hmm. and a part of it is, okay, yeah, I sell, I get through some old inventory, I bring in some new stuff, I see what people think, or, you know, get people's responses of what they want, Right. Right. But another part of it is, it becomes kind of a networking thing where I meet so many people from around the world, right? Yeah. And something I actually haven't even told Kendra yet. I saved it for the podcast. <laughs> I love it. <that. laughs> She's like, "What is it?" Um, <laughs> I met somebody. I don't want to give too much information because I don't want to. Um, I don't want to say if it was a man or a woman. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do too much information because I don't want to, like, put who that person is on blast. Yeah. But they were um, on vacation because they were starting a a new job on this past Monday, right? Mm -hmm. And their new job was the global marketing senior whatever. Uh Uh-huh over this billion dollar company shut up and when i tell you i met this person the first person i met that day was this person and i was just like wait you're the new global marketing head head, sorry head of global marketing wow head of global marketing for this billion dollar company and that person was just super nice Mm. super low-key And was so nice enough to give me that person's information, like personal information, like just hit me up. Yeah, like if you have any questions, and I even asked her like some marketing. Oh, I asked the person. (laughs) Edit (laughs) it, edit it out. out. Okay. But you're not going to know because either way, there's a lot of. Yeah, it could be any company. I have a few in my head, but I won't say them out loud. Yeah. And so I won't even tell you the field. So, because if I told you the field, I'd give away. Right. So that person was so nice. And I just thought, you know, isn't it crazy? Like when that person isn't in charge of ad money in the millions. Right. Right. <laughs> Decision making in the millions. Right. And so I asked her for some tips or whatnot, and what she thought of this, or whatever, it's a she, okay. okay. Yeah. A, I asked her, like, what she thought of this or that, and, like, what's her tips on this and that, and she was just, like, blatantly sharing it with me, and I just thought, wow. for you to be this high up and this nice of a person, yeah. like, whoa, you know? Yeah, that was a blessing, like yeah
0: getting some free gyms like
1: thank you and she was like yeah because I told her I might be out that way next spring and said hey when I'm out that way she's like totally just just hit me up and she basically was like yeah I'll mentor you like whatever just hit me uh, up any questions you have and I'm kind of like really heavy into like marketing and having ideas I just don't yeah. always have the money to fulfill the idea right right <laughs> so it nicole just happily having if, if the podcast is that we want to know where did nicole <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding guys i we're podcasters for life but
0: if anything you just go see us level up in a major yeah pod, right? well when did they get that studio <laughs> where
1: did they get- it's an angel oh, lights. <laughs> the lights <laughs> hair and makeup what that's so funny but yeah I thought it was just it really made my weekend and after I met her I was just like this made my whole day and I tried to talk to talk to it about the other people there but nobody was that impressed and I was just like (laughs) maybe because we're more interested in the subject you know yeah yeah that was for you you know that was for you yeah that was for me because when I met her I was just there's so many things that went through my mind like so you're in charge of you have okay like say okay I know I'm going on this forever I'm gonna end it but (laughs) for my small business I have to decide where I'm gonna put my marketing money where I'm gonna put my ad money where am I gonna do this and I'm just messing with you know a couple hundred dollars you know right what I think she has to look at all these channels all these different types of markets and and where are going to put, you know, a million? In, we They have to see a return, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's a huge, it's huge decisions on the daily. Like everybody's looking at her like, okay, so. Go yeah. The it's a lot of pressure. It's, but And she's the final person to say like, okay, that's going to be on the Super Bowl or that's going to be this or that, you know yes. what I mean? Like we're going to pay for this or not like, dang, that's great that's lit
0: though like I always love meeting people like that that you're like wow like how did I even like come across this type of person that can really take me to the next level if I'm able to like use utilize this in the right way so that's lit yeah yeah I thought oh that was a um
1: that was God sent. seriously I was like okay come on yeah <laughs> I'll tell you afterwards, Kendra.
0: <laughs> oh okay, yeah, you already know. I'm not
1: gonna forget. I'm like my no, what now?
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, hopefully you guys um, were able to listen to last week's episode. I was talking to um, my husband, and uh, I had mentioned something to him. Oh, he sent me a picture of the kids doing something, and of course. I was momming. <laughs> and he was like, Am I dadding right now? And I was like, giant laughing because I was like, Oh, you listen to it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, so
0: uh, so listen to last week's episode, "Dads Be Daddin." Like, I need you guys to go ahead and listen to it because it was a really good episode. Like, we're kind of funny. I mean, I don't, I hope you guys find us funny, but I find us funny. Yeah. So I really enjoyed last week's episode. Yeah,
1: and I think it might. I think it's up there with one of our highest listened to um episodes too.
0: Oh, it's lit, girl! Speaking of highest, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram because we are dropping the reels like we said last week and one of our reels is just doing extremely well um so hey to all of our new listeners (laughs) hopefully you guys are here uh we've been getting a lot of new followers from it um so glad it's doing what it needed to do um and hopefully we can get some more out to you guys but welcome new listeners to somebody's mama podcast hopefully you guys are following us on instagram Follow us on YouTube. Uh, We've been uploading previous episodes to get caught up for people who want to listen on YouTube. Uh, Make sure you guys are following us at Somebody's Mama Podcast. Yes. So now we're going to jump into our hot topics. Nicole, what's
1: going on in the streets? Because in the the streets, we talking. Okay. Okay. The streets, you know, the streets thought we was never going to hear that Kanye West album but lo and behold it dropped finally (laughs) now you and I know the album has dropped but and y'all know obviously but the fact that Kanye said that Universal dropped it without his approval that's a whole lie first of all you're not buying it? no you're not buying it it's marketing gotta be right? Yeah. yeah
0: Like like you've done all these things ha- had to be strategic. And
1: Very. all of a sudden it's just like leaked. Bro. Come on, Kanye. And um so and we all know that Drake's album, it's gonna drop in a couple days, September third, Thursday. We predicted <laughs> okay so it's listen like, we, Listen. as soon as kanye's
0: if, if you don't believe us go listen to it. was it last week's episode we said that i think it was last week or the week before
1: it was something we we be predicting and we be getting it right
0: on points we're like it's, it was last week last week was the drama in the whole car situation right. as soon as kanye dropped his literally he was like september 3rd hopefully it's not a joke because I could I could go for a Drake album right now I'm not gonna lie
1: listen this is what I love about Drake okay really quick Drake is very smart because he got his career to a certain level right Mm -hmm. he's always putting on new artists he put on the Migos he put on the City Girls he put on all these Canadian people like he puts on these young people and then those people forever thank him for putting them on yeah Mm -hmm. and then he goes to other cultures or other parts of the world and he picks out who's popping out there and he has them write verses Mm -hmm. in that other person's style so it looks like his style is expanding yeah and so it always sounds fresh and that was my go ahead I, I was gonna say that's what we love about him <clears throat> exactly and that is what the problem was about the kanye west album huh. because i
0: didn't listen to it what it what it sound like girl
1: okay the first time you listen to it it's trash right <laughs> <laughs> but the second time the second time you're like okay i can get in i can you know i can listen right yeah but it sounds very very dated Uh. and I was before we got on the podcast I was telling Kendra like the album the Donda album the reason why there's so many songs is because he wants more streams so that he can beat Drake's album Mm. so there's so many filler songs
0: really because I'm like I really need 20 something
1: no no you don't you don't Mm. no some of them songs is pure trash okay <laughs> um but the highlights i would say the best songs on the album is hurricane mm-hmm. featuring the weekend and kanye doesn't come up on the song till halfway through the song <laughs> <laughs> it's the weekends mostly on there and i think little baby i'm not sure if that's little baby but i think it's little baby
0: my thing was he was he trying to get the whole world on the album because there's a lot of people on there right but then there yeah. were so many people that was pissed that their song didn't make it.
1: Right. So
0: I'm like, how many people was he trying to get on there?
1: Everybody. Good. And then I'm not going to hold y'all, but Hurricane is one of the best songs on the album. 24 is one of the best songs on the album. I think 24 is a tribute to Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. I'm That's not ex- I'm not exactly sure. You can't tell. <laughs> I'm not, well, I think it is, but because it says 24. Right, now. right, right. Mm-hmm. But uh okay, twenty four is good. There's a song called "Okay Okay," mm-hmm. and that's a really good song. And the last very good song I thought was I think it's called Junia or Junia, Junya, J U N Y A. That's a good song. I'm gonna have to check it out. And I think it's is it twenty four or okay? No, no. I think "Okay Okay" is more of a gospel song, uh-huh. and that that song. That song is so good. I'm pretty sure it's a gospel song. Sorry, I didn't mean to like stuffle on my words, but I believe it's okay, okay, it's a gospel song. And that's the best song on the album. Okay,
0: yeah, I'm gonna check it out. Usually I can tell if I like a song within the first five to 10 seconds, because. Right,
1: and the problem is the first song on this album is called Donda, and it goes like this. (laughs) You ready? I'm ready. Donda 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 for a whole minute and some odd seconds now yeah, shut up. I didn't get it but then I I watched another person's video and they said at the, at the live art show it's mm-hmm. pictures of him and his mom for every Donda Donda Oh, so that's like the intro song it's the first song yeah it's like an intro yeah yeah okay Okay. So at first I was clueless like a whole minute saying Donda.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, you know, so we have to just try to give it a, give it a a little fair
1: shot, I guess. Give it three times. Give it three times. Now, uh, next up, everybody and their mama was at the Dulce and Gabbana show. Yes. I'm like, dang, all y'all was just, where is it at? Italy? It was in Italy. Ciara, Megan, Stalin, Normandy, Courtney, and Travis. But the true stars of the Dolce & Gabbana show was Diddy's daughters.
0: Yes, they did so good. I was like almost like tearing up a little bit too watching um, Diddy's story um, yeah. on Instagram because he chronicled the whole thing, of course. And um, the twins, you know, their mom was Kim Porter so i was like oh my gosh look at them like and they were serving
1: okay yeah. when the yeah, first, i
0: don't know their names but when the first one came out she i mean she was standing upright i thought she had heels on the way she was walking Hmm. and mm-hmm. she was in flats i mean she was serving yeah now the other one chance the one that's not a twin she looked like she wasn't really into it um I mean I don't know but just from the way she was walk- from the way the twins walk it look like they look like we were born for this right like, we are models and she looked like I'm a guest appearance like you know I'm here because they asked me to be She right. looked beautiful though but yeah I yeah, was I'm sure that was like a I mean he said it he was just like um you know Kim is here and then it rained I always oh love stuff like this. Like it rained and then there was a beautiful rainbow.
1: Oh, wow. I can't cry. I can't cry. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that type of stuff makes me cry.
0: Yeah, I was like, wow, what a like a full circle moment like to have her girls there in a gabbana show like
1: hello. And seeing how there were so many celebrities there that means that a lot of the looks at that show are going to be popular trends, so yeah. I'm definitely going to go back and watch the show on YouTube and mm-hmm. and uh, see what the looks are because fall trends. It's like you can predict the trends, but it's not until you're in the heap of the of the season do you see who what what trend rises to the top. Yeah. You know,
0: there was a lot of like big, like oversized. Uh, bottom like the bottom of the dresses were oversized and i mm. noticed normani's dress was similar to what was presented on the runway i don't know if she was actually in the show or not mm. but um her dress was very similar to that so that was really cute that was a nice little moment on our timeline um this weekend i enjoyed watching everybody
1: have a yes
0: good time. <laughs> and (laughs) I don't exist out there because I don't see not one mask so I'm sure they tested everybody
1: everybody was tested but you know who had to get tested a whole bunch was that Courtney and Scott I mean that Courtney and Travis (laughs) because their pictures in Italy was so good it got Scott mad her whole butt was out on the um on the (laughs) Godzilla ride (laughs) she's living her best life okay she said you know what Scott you were all them 19 year olds and I got me a Travis you know that Travis hadn't been on a plane because you know he had that crash yeah yeah so going to Italy I think is the first uh international flight or something like that that he's dad's that he's done since the flight crash wow yeah
0: that's crazy yeah, I, I saw uh, Chris there too. Chris Jenner and her um her man. Yeah, Yeah, we need to wrap up um, hot topic so we can get into our main topic.
1: Um, do we want to mention the last one? Is it worth mentioning? No, it's it's a if you want to just cruise through it, like it's it's just I think we can move past it. We can move past it.
0: We can go. Yeah so let's jump into our mama moments um my mama moment this week was actually it's funny to me (laughs) because my kid never forgets anything most of my mama moments are Kendon because he can talk yeah and and, um bryson does some funny things too but the the things that are ingrained in my mind are because Kendon is so funny so during quarantine you know, we watched a lot of TV like shows and me and my husband, we enjoy going back and binge watching shows that we watched a long time ago from start to finish. Nice. So we were binge watching Jersey Shore during quarantine, right? And so the only shows we really watch on MTV are Jersey Shore and uh, The Challenge, like all of the challenges. I don't know if you guys are into that, but we love the challenge in this house. So <laughs> so we're getting ready to turn on the challenge, but it's like the little MTV sound that like always comes up first. I forgot what it sounds like. And so that little sound comes up. And so in Kendie's mind, we're about to watch Jersey Shore. So he's like, get crazy, get loud, get crazy, get loud. No. <laughs> no. Nicole me and Brandon fell out. Like, he was like... <laughs> I would
1: have cried.
0: <laughs> it was like... And then that song wasn't even coming on. He just heard the the MTV... And he was like, get crazy, get out, get crazy, get out. And of, um, course, <laughs> of course, when we start laughing, he just does it even more. So I thought that was hilarious because he knows, like... The songs that we, um like theme songs of shows that we watch, he always comes in, like, I told you guys before, he'd be like, Breakfast Club.
1: Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got the adrenaline. Yeah,
0: and then we watch Big Brother. So when Big Brother comes on, he'd be like, Big Brother. So he just like, here's all these things from his room. Cause like, we're watching Jersey Shore, of course he's not watching with us. He's in his room watching whatever, playing. But when he hears it comes on the TV, he'll run in and sing the song, and then go back to his room.
1: So that's so funny.
0: Yes, I thought that was hilarious.
1: That is too funny. You gotta get you guys gotta play the sound on purpose, and then get him doing that. Record it. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: Oh, and the song that from last week that I was saying that he was singing in the shower—it was actually Vito. You got it. You got it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that song? <laughs> he in the shower, like, you got it, you got
1: it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is too funny. That is so cute. That is so cute. Yeah,
0: so he is a recorder.
1: You have to be careful what you say around him.
0: Very careful,
1: because he will repeat it, and he will
0: not forget. He has an amazing memory. He doesn't forget anything. So, because we hadn't watched Jersey Shore in months. Wow. He, he, something registered for him in that song. <laughs> He's like, Mom,
1: didn't you say blah, 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 mom? Right. Oh, yeah. He don't forget nothing. Okay. I think that's like a kid's superpower, too. Sometimes their memory just be on point. Too good.
0: Too good. Like, dang, you gotta stay true to your word because he will definitely hold you accountable.
1: Oh my goodness, that's too funny. Well, okay, so my mama moment is, um, so when I got back from my pop-up shop on Saturday, right? Mm -hmm. When I walked in, the house always, when I get back from my pop-up shop, is like a tornado, right? It's (laughs) like, I leave one job, I go to another job, right? right? Like they had a good time today yeah they pizza popcorn like it's just a field day with dad right Mm -hmm. so as soon as I get home I kind of prep myself like I can't think if the house is too messy so I just go in I just start I say hi to everybody but then I gotta pick up stuff or like they'll try to clean up before I get home sometimes you know so I you know pick up a few things but when i got home my daughter was already asleep so when i got home i talked to my son for a little bit i had got home kind of late so my husband put my daughter in her bed and we're in the townhouse so he took her upstairs put her in her bed Mm -hmm. well when i went upstairs to check on my daughter before i went to bed you know make sure they're breathing and stuff right Mm -hmm. her room was halfway clean Oh. and I was like oh my goodness somebody was in this room and was trying to clean up in here mm-hmm. and I was like oh my gosh who was clean so the next morning when I wake up my daughter Audrey she comes to me she goes mom um I started cleaning up my room yesterday do you want to help me finish it today oh and I was thinking to myself oh my gosh you're three years old and you are cleaning up your room so cute and as the only person in my house that cleans, <laughs> it just made my heart. She's like, oh, she got my back. She, your room was dirty, child. And I, and now it's like still clean. And she's getting the idea of picking up and cleaning. Because I was just like, wow, that was so nice. Like, I literally felt like, wow, you clean. Like, you went out of your way on a Saturday where everybody's partying it up. and you cleaned
0: your room it's like she thought of you like my mom you know she works so hard
1: and I don't want to like have my room dirty too (laughs) (laughs) and so I know that probably sounds strange but it really did like when I went and saw that she cleaned that somebody cleaned up in that room I figured it was her but then when she was like yeah clean and then we finished cleaning up together but it was just like it was I don't know. It was a moment for me. The
0: cutest, yeah, the cutest,
1: the cutest. and I love
0: the little video, um, the reel of her.
1: Um, oh yeah, you guys have to check out Instagram. I did a reel that said like, uh, when people say newborn is the hardest stage, and then <laughs> it's her and in the lipsticks and, yeah. and that, the all white on her face. That was um, hair conditioner. Oh my God,
0: all the stages of life.
1: She was like, yeah. it's deep condition day. Okay. I don't have time for yeah. these folks. And then at the end, she got in the bath with her clothes on. Oh, wow. That's what <laughs> that is. <laughs> but yeah. But, anyways, guys, that's our mama moments.
0: So sweet. Okay. So, we're going to jump right into um, the main topic of today. We're discussing is gentle parenting. This is a topic that has been floating around Instagram. Um you know, the, on the topic of gentle parenting and I've seen a lot of reels of like it'll be like after 6 hours of gentle parenting, how you look on the outside versus how you feel on the inside.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh,
0: I haven't seen that one. That's funny. But it's it's a tug of war as as someone who is trying to adapt that style of parenting it is a tug of war so for those of you that don't know what it is we pulled up a definition of what it says on google
1: <laughs> okay listen this is google okay right right <laughs> oh and we are not yes, like disclaimer we are not licensed professionals yeah. talk to your own doctor this is just some stuff we researched yes. and we're doing our best we're learning and bear with us we're, we're just explaining how we feel our point of view <laughs> our point of view on a type of parenting that is a newer style yes yes
0: so in doing our research it's um been mentioned to also be mentioned as peaceful parenting but it basically says um it's parenting with empathy respect understanding and boundaries Um, it's a parenting style that promotes building a relationship with your child based on willingness and choices rather than demands and rules made by a parent. Um, it also says that, um, it focuses focuses on fostering qualities in your child by being compassionate and enforcing consistent boundaries. So... And listening to all that, this goes completely against everything. <laughs> 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 Every, not everything. I won't say everything, but yeah, you know, absolutely. growing up, I'll speak from my personal experience. Growing up in a black household, you know, you were taught to, you know, listen, obey your parents. Um, it's biblical. Um, And and this style of parenting, it doesn't say not to obey the parents either, but it just comes from a more of an understanding way as um, the parent, growing up, I looked at the parents as they're the authority, whatever they say, you don't have an opinion, you just do whatever they say do, you don't talk back, you don't say how you feel about the situation unless you're asked, and you just do what you're told. You know, we're supposed to be seen and not heard, um, and anything other than that is disrespectful. So having those, that type of like upbringing, and that's the, that was the way that our parents, you know, grew up. It was just, it's not their fault. It was just the way things were done. The parent is the authority. They are the head. You just look, look to them for direction. You don't have an opinion in how this goes. You don't have a say in what you're going to eat for dinner. You don't have a say in all these decisions. Your parents are going to make these decisions for you. In this new era of gentle parenting, you know, you come from a place of understanding what is your child going through in this moment. When your child is having a tantrum, what are they going through let's ask them questions to see how they're feeling how do you feel are you upset what is making you upset asking them questions to trigger their thought process so that they can even figure out well, why am i behaving this way and if they say they don't know that's okay too you know because sometimes we kind of put pressure on our kids to kind of like know why they do the things they do or um to behave a certain way, to be so well mannered all the time. And it's like, listen, they're four. Okay. Right. <laughs> they're four. In their mental capacity to be a drill sergeant, to be, you know, this way all the time. Their little bodies wanna squirm. They want to push the limits. They want to um, question your authority because they wanna do what they wanna do. They're little baby humans. And so um, in learning about this and in trying to adapt it, it can be challenging at times when, you know, in your mind, it's like, I'm a parent, they need to do what I say, because I know what's best for them. But if you are not able to explain that to them, then you're still going to get pushback from your kid. Right. Like, if you could tell them all day long, like, because I said so is not a, it's not an explanation. It's not going to help your kids understand why they can't touch the stove. You can't touch it because it's hot. It's going to burn your hands. It hurts really bad when you burn your hands. Like you have to re, you have to keep explaining every step because sometimes like you can assume that your kid knows what you're you're talking about, but if you take time to pull back. And listen to what you're saying. It's like, how do they even know what burn means? Like, right. Have they ever seen anything be burned? Like, how, how are they supposed to understand? They're two. Exactly. And of course, they're learned by be, by you explaining and teaching them. But, you know, being abrupt and uh, just kind of like barking at them, is not going to help them learn either. So with this whole gentle parenting thing, it's a lot of like taking a moment to think about what you're gonna say, listening, um, like they said, set, setting boundaries. So you can still it's still correction, but it's coming from a more empathetic and compassionate way. Whereas, you know, your child will feel more comfortable admitting to something so like if they peed in the bed they're not going to be afraid to tell you i peed in the bed because they know that you're going to listen to them and, and ask them what happened why did why didn't you get up and use the bathroom Were were you still sleeping um were you afraid of the dark do you need to turn the light on like trying to understand and i found that this actually does help <laughs> yeah it because really does when i ask my child like why did you do this or um uh, what happened in this moment he's actually able to articulate what happened and then we're able to work through that moment and then when he actually actually like uh meets a goal because at the end of it we set a goal to not repeat this right right so when he does meet that goal of let's just say it's not peeing in the bed He's excited. He's excited to come tell me, like, I got up. I used the bathroom. I don't know. Like, you know, it, it's, it's, it's exciting for him to come and tell me things. And then also, if he makes a mistake, it's like, Mom, I made a mistake. I didn't mean it. Like, you know, and we're able to, okay, well, let's, let's take the sheets off. Let's put them in the washing machine. Um, you know, teaching him responsibility. So this is what happened let's go ahead and put it in the washing machine, you know, so we don't want to have to do this again tomorrow, right? It's like, no. Okay. So what do we need to do? Just keep reiterating. It, it takes a lot of patience, child.
1: And yeah. I, I don't have it every day. four <laughs> <it> seven. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, you know, it's, it's so funny that like this has become, um, not funny, but it, it's interesting to see how people evolve. Um, I remember when I was a kid, I was probably in like older elementary school, mm-hmm. and I kept like, you know, I had gotten in trouble one time. I didn't get in trouble often, maybe once a year or something like that. I, I got in trouble once, and I said, I, I remember like, right before I got popped or right after or something I think right after I sat my mom down and I told her I said hey (laughs) can you just tell me what I did wrong so that I don't do it again because I obviously don't want to get popped so if you could just tell me like what I did Mm -hmm. so that I don't repeat it because I I don't enjoy this thing of getting popped but I, I would like to know what I did so that I don't do it and um, after that, I, I told, like, I told her basically, you could communicate, you could talk to me instead of, you know, popping me to try and teach me a lesson. I, because I, I, I told her, I remember telling her, like, I still don't know the lesson. I, right. I still don't understand what went left here. Right. And after I sat down and had that conversation with her, I didn't get in trouble again till my senior year. Wow. Yeah, so my middle school, my high school, um, even I got bad grades at one point, it, they were just able to talk and were able to have a conversation, and Perfect. I didn't get in Sorry, trouble. I was to ask, how
0: did your mom react when you kind of set her down? Was she like immediately receptive to it? Was she confused? Like,
1: I, I did weird stuff like that as a kid all the time. Oh. So I planned my fifth grade birthday party. <laughs> I told everybody, McDonald's this Saturday, be there. <laughs> <sighs> and my mom found out last minute, what do you mean McDonald's? I would book my own, um, when I was a little kid, I really wanted to be a singer. I would book myself with talent agencies all the time. And I would tell my dad, hey, dad, <laughs> I was like, dad, I need you to take Thursday off because I need to go to LA for this interview. So she was just kind of like listening, like, okay, okay yeah because it was kind of consistent like in my um my own stuff i'm I'm very you know (laughs) i didn't believe it so
0: that's good though i think i've always been a communicator as well i but i would
1: like write letters me too. So I would usually write things, but at that point I would like sat her down, but yeah. I would normally just write it all out. And even now in my marriage, I'm more comfortable writing it down than yeah. I am talking.
0: Yeah. I would always have to communicate too. If, if if something was bothering me or if I don't like the way something was going down, I'm still that way. Like I, yeah. but before I didn't really use my voice, like, physically, I would write everything, because I, w- I was very emotional, so mm-hmm. I could never get out what I wanted to say without crying, so mm-hmm. I would just write letters, like, when my brother would make me upset, or we were fighting, I would write letters, like, you really hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> you should
1: ask him, did you read my letters?
0: He did, he did read Aww. them but, and I think he learned that like my brother's always been like overprotective of me too because we're so close to age, we're only 13 months apart yeah. so we would fight like cats and dogs but if I wrote him a letter it would touch his heart and he would be he like I'm sorry, I didn't know that it, it affected you that much. Like, you know, like we're kids fighting, but I was just so emotional. Like yeah. I took everything to heart. I was still like that. I don't like when people are upset with me or especially if they misinterpreted like what I was trying to say or like something like that. Or, you know, I always want to communicate like, no, that's not what's happening here. This is what's happening.
1: <laughs> listen, 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 close. listen, close
0: you in you're right in. right 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 but um i find it interesting that like these days like like you said like i don't want to get popped like that was normal like for us oh, yeah. growing up it's like you wouldn't get a beat to death but you might get popped with a comb or like you know a little you know <laughs> right up <laughs> you, gonna, you gonna sit up straight <laughs> right right Touch your toes but um <laughs> okay but i remember when i was pregnant with candy and a lot of my friends were pregnant for the first time and we got on the subject of um discipline and i found it interesting that nobody in that circle everybody was like i'm never gonna hit my kid i'm not gonna pop them like i don't want to raise my children that way I want to be able to communicate with them so i think it's so interesting that our generation is like no we're not doing that like right you know everybody has tried to most people that i know have tried to adopt this new wave of parenting but we also like call each call on each other like girl they try my (laughs) (laughs) patience I'm really
1: fine here. <laughs> this patient, this is, you're like. Let me let me show you what's going on. Let me show you what's yeah, going on. Yeah, like it gets tough. Like trying to,
0: you have to really be in a good headspace. And so, like nobody is perfect. You know, I'm not saying i never yelled at my kid. Like right. I've never gotten out of character with my kid. Like no, I'm human. But trying to implement these practices, I do see the benefit in them. Have you do you adapt or do have you subscribed to this whole gentle parenting error?
1: Listen. Um okay so I didn't really know what gentle parenting was. I was just kind of being guided by parenting by people here and there and I will say that what pushed me onto gentle parenting, but I didn't know that it was gentle parenting, was my son's preschool teacher, she would always say um, to ask your kids, uh, is this a good choice? Mm. Like, Get them to think, like, is this a good yeah. choice? Or ma- Oh, don't you say, are we making good decisions?
0: Yeah.
1: And so she's like, are we making good decisions or are we making bad decisions? Yeah. But Instead of just saying, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Stop that. Stop that. that. (laughs) Right. Instead of just, you know, like, barking at them about stop that, stop that, stop that. Just making them really think, like, is this a good decision or a bad decision? Mm -hmm. And so that helped me out a lot. But also, um, especially with my oldest, he's a lot. He, I never, I had never been around boys before, so I didn't understand the way boys kind of grow and um, I really didn't know that until I had my son that boys were emotional because Mm. they're taught not to be right so I didn't understand I didn't know that boys could be so emotional so like my son um, it wasn't until he got older that I realized he was emotional and he was having a really 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 hard time around the um, threes and fours Uh with explaining how he felt yeah and even with gentle parenting he was having a hard hard time explaining how he felt so he would he would do things right because he'd be upset yeah and so he went through a really really hard time of um just doing things that that um just like acting out basically yeah yeah and on top of that he had two new siblings a uh, two new siblings right And now like that transition having a sibling and you know what i'm saying now with the third one he's like a pro and he burps you know he's all in yeah but between having a hard time explaining his emotions and getting a new sibling and a new house and It was so much going on and him not being able to explain himself was just really, really hard on him. And then once he moved to a school that he was practically one out of five black kids, like it was just a lot. A lot all at once. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the pandemic allowed us to be able to take a step back and have more interaction with our child. Yeah. And to be able to get, we really took the pandemic time and got him back to a better headspace, a better confidence, a better, uh, being able to better explain his emotions, you know? Yeah. And even now, with him, you know, like I told you guys once that me and him, sometimes we sit and we watch other people's weddings and cry. Yeah. (laughs) She'll come down the aisle and we'll both be like... (laughs)
0: i love that i love that because that's something that we need to teach our kids to be able to no matter what their gender is right touch with yourself your emotions and to learn to express themselves that's something that i really love about this gentle parenting is that it promotes that it helps them to be able to find the words by talking these things out they're building their vocabulary on how to express themselves and how they feel they're putting words to these emotions and it's going to help people to learn how to treat them it's going to help us to learn how to treat them and how to treat themselves like if you're aware of yourself and you know what you're going through you're better equipped to handle it or you can learn the tools to handle what you're going through if you're able to express that to somebody and somebody can help you it just makes it a little bit easier and i think that's something that our generation was lacking mm. currently still lacking
1: <laughs> no it's people, actually
0: really sad it is it's like you know people are either afraid to tap into their emotions or they just don't know how so they so they just suppress right. it and they don't know how to deal with it. Uh, we were just talking before this that we want to get a professional to come on and kind of like talk through some of these things with us so that we're able, able to better educate you, our audience, on the things we're talking about. Because we're just coming from our point of view. Right. Not a professional opinion. But. <laughs> we some Google moms, too. Right. <laughs> but just from op- observation, like it makes sense. Right. Like, when you're told to be quiet all the time and you're not able to express, like, you you see those memes of the kid that got in trouble and he just <laughs> sucking up his his, <laughs> sucking oh. up his tears and sucking up his lip because he's told to be quiet. It's yeah. like, if you cry, crying, it's like, shut up, I you you told to cry for. It's like,
1: you already did. <laughs> like, I'm already crying.
0: <laughs> and so... <laughs> It's it's like, we have to also, we have to like reprogram our minds from that way of thinking to be able to tap into this new, it's new to us, way of parenting. And it's so funny, um, Nicole posted today on our Instagram that we will be talking about this, and um, one of the comments said, help us, Lord, I'm trying to unlearn a lot and that's what it is it's like unlearning (laughs) okay kind of like pushing to the side some of those things that we were taught so that we don't put that back onto our children and of course it's going to come out in certain ways because it's ingrained in us Mm -hmm. but being able to correct yourself not being afraid to apologize to your kid
1: I I can't lie to you I did that not that long ago I snapped and uh you know what it was I actually I snapped on my husband I got something happened and I kind of snapped on him mm-hmm. and when I got home later that day I brought I stopped and I picked up some flowers and I said yeah mommy's getting daddy flowers and saying sorry because mm-hmm. remember yesterday I was kind of like yelling and that wasn't very nice and people yeah, shouldn't yeah. talk to each other like that Absolutely. And so I sat and I talked to them and I gave my husband, now, it wasn't no crazy snap. It was just like literally like three seconds, but yeah. um, it was enough for me to be like, you know what, I, I can use this moment as a teaching moment too. Yeah, yeah, that's so
0: good. And to be able to to teach them like, listen, it's okay to apologize. It's, if you're wrong in something, it's okay to apologize. Like you don't, you're not always going to be Right. Right like I love that and it's okay for us to apologize to our kids like I snapped on uh, my son one morning because he was just like it was like I was by myself getting everything together trying to rush out the door and he's asking me for something like completely obnoxious that we don't even have and I told him five times we didn't have it right right so I'm like okay you know we don't have that but I can I can get it from the store later like trying to like talk him through it and everything and I finally was like listen I'm trying to get (laughs) All the stuff he doesn't care about, right? (laughs) And then he looked like in shock because I don't speak to him like that on a normal basis. And so I noticed that it hurt his feelings. You can immediately see that it hurt his feelings that I raised my voice. And so I was like, Mommy is sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to speak to you that way, but I need you to just sit down, finish eating your breakfast because. We have to leave out the door and I still need to do this. I still need to do that and that. So if you let me do this, this, and that, when we get in the car, we can talk about the things that you want me to get from the store and I'll make a list. And then when I pick you up from school, we'll go get it. Da, 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 da. Right. And he, oh, and he was okay with that. But I wanted to make sure I apologized to him because he doesn't understand that. He does understand to a certain extent. I'm not going to act like he don't know what's going on. Right. But he's still a kid. He's still four. So he wants what he wants. So I have to be able to explain to him, like, listen, just because we want something right now doesn't mean we're always going to get it right at that moment. So this is what we're going to do. This is how this is going to go. And then later we'll do X, Y, and Z. Sometimes, especially I notice with my son, he needs to know the plan. Like you can't just tell him later like like, later he needs to know when because in his mind he's like well what does later mean is that next week is that tomorrow is that right now like you know so I learned with him I kind of have to give him somewhat of a game plan because it eases his mind and that's just the way that he processes certain things so um you know when when you talk to your kids you actually learn about them so
1: (laughs) That and you know what something you' um stepped on right there, too, is like each kid has their own needs, and you can't put them all into the same box,
0: yes, yes,
1: and each kid is, is they're gonna have some things that they both are the same about, and things that they're different about, like I'm gonna be honest with you, you know what I like about gentle parenting is that If you parent with patients, Mm -hmm. if you get to the point where you have to talk through your teeth, like, hey, if you, you got to sit over there, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) they get it right away. Yeah. They need to probably go sit down.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They're like, oh,
1: mommy's acting a little different. Like, this is a little different. Um, so, let me y'all sit down because I don't know what she <laughs> on right now. Cause <laughs> so I say, listen, I've asked you guys five times. I've asked you guys five times. So I need y'all to pick up this stuff. Mm-hmm. If I have to talk through my teeth and my mouth, my teeth is still touching, but I'm still able to communicate. Right. We need to probably clean this up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's very effective, especially in public. If they, you know, oh, you're yeah. acting out and you're like, we need to right because a part of this
0: is not don't get it twisted this gentle parenting is not for your kids to walk all over you right you still have to set boundaries but in a healthy way so whatever those boundaries look like for your family you still need to set boundaries with your children and they need to understand certain things because it's for their safety um you know they need to know not to push the limits in certain areas but it's just all about how you like communicate it to them right and that's another. this is might be like a little bit off topic topic but i was talking to my friend about this yesterday and i was saying that's why it's so important for outsiders to not just jump in and try to help people parent their kid
1: yeah oh yeah if you don't
0: know what techniques we're using what we've been working on yeah like i've been in scenarios with when, when Kenan was a little younger around people and he kind of was acting out or whatever and yeah. jumping like you better sit your butt down you don't talk to your mom like that you don't da-da-da-da. Right. do and when you don't know how we communicate with each other i got this yeah i have it trust me yeah it it puts pressure on the parent to maybe go off course from what they normally would do and how they would handle it because you have these people barking at them which is barking at you too which is putting pressure on you to yell at your kid and that's what you want to do in that moment
1: right you're so that's so right especially at the new mom stage yeah with that first child everybody wants to anyway yeah and then you got these people
0: barking at you of what you better do with your kid. Like, no. Right. That's not
1: okay. <laughs> right. That's, that's so, that's, that's, that's actually, that's like, it's so annoying. It's, it's so annoying. So annoying. Like, listen, it's so annoying. And then they try to scare you, like, well, if you don't, you know, your child gonna end up on the, yeah, you, you know, the, the child. child. It's
0: like, no, you don't even then know.
1: They start you don't even know what the Bible verses.
0: Yeah, it's like, you don't even know what I was gonna say to him.
1: Like, yeah, you don't even.
0: It's so funny and then like there's cert- my my son, he is very well-mannered, like he's very polite. But he has his moments. He's 4.
1: Yeah, he's so, 4. That's my so, thing. I'm trying to tell people the kid is 3.
0: The kid is 4. What do, what do you Yeah, of course, if he doesn't get something that doesn't go his way, he might act out for a second. But guess what? If I get down to his level and I say, "Kennedy, That is not the behavior that needs to be displayed right now. I understand that you really want X, Y, and Z, but do we need to behave like that? Or can we sit down and wait? Do you want to sit over here while I go get it for you? Or do you want to not have it at all? You know, give them options. It's it's just all a process. Right. Somebody jumps in. And then what's funny is, when they do have the opportunity to witness you practice what you've been parenting with them they're like oh wow that works yeah it was <laughs> if you sit back and mind your business <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god oh,
0: i love the way you handled that it's
1: like yeah if you sit back and watch me work you might like but, <laughs> but you know what it also plays to you keeping your word because kids learn if a parent doesn't keep their word, yes. then they keep doing whatever. But when you keep your word, they stick to it. Yep. That is so. I know uh yesterday I sat my kids down, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> because this whole cleaning thing, I can't be the only one. I need this to click for somebody. And we see That's it's true. clicking with Audrey, right? Yeah. So this yesterday just so happened (laughs) you know how we watch the clean with me videos right yes oh my goodness somebody's house came up that was disgusting i said all right guys sit down sit down sit down guys guys. i want to show you guys what it looks like when you don't clean your house (laughs) (laughs) i know that's right they sat down and said oh my goodness why did, what is it like that said so, you know when she ate she didn't put her plate away you see her food I said oh oh pause it you know how she said that's mold you know that's like bugs is living on there that's bugs in their house <laughs> and they were just like I don't want my house to be like that and I said yeah so when you finish your breakfast We got we got to put that plate. Like I I give them throwaway plates. I ain't washing four people's plates every day.
0: For real, we got the uh, the Sam's
1: Club pack of paper plates. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry, environment. I'm sorry. Okay. So they throw your plate away. You finish your water. Throw you know the cup. Put it in the sink. We got to get this on a better rotation. Right. Because if not, you guys, this is this is what the house looks like. So I was. Having them I made them watch two videos. Each was 15 minutes. You scared them straight. <laughs> yeah, scare these kids straight. Okay, listen. <laughs> yeah, because
0: they're old enough. They're old enough to like. I made Kenny do the same thing. Like when you finish, I'm not picking up your plate no more. Go put your bowl in the sink. Matter of fact, put your stool up there and wash it. I was teaching him how to wash the dishes. Listen, you can put the stool up there to put your quesadilla in the microwave. Hello. Hello. You can wash that dish. And wash your sister's too, because she can't reach.
1: <laughs> no, just turn the water on for
0: her. Turn the water. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. But I didn't
0: ask you to wash my stuff. Just wash your own
1: stuff. Yeah. But with that said, you know, it takes a lot of patience. But the reward is so much bigger. Something I was thinking about is, like, single moms uh-huh yeah did you imagine being a single mom doing gentle parenting honey no
0: every time my husband goes out of town i'll be like praying for the single moms like lord yeah. bless them like bless them to be able to keep their peace bless them to be able yeah. to get somebody to come into their life to help them to get give them a little break because and and it's a lot of single moms that have four kids
1: yeah Where
0: are i am with my two and I'm like, I think I literally, every time I'm alone with my kids, I think about them, like, Mm -hmm. and they, and it looks like they do it with ease, with grace, you know, and it's just like, shout out to y'all, because it's a lot, like, it's a lot.
1: It's really a lot, and from the single moms I've talked to, they have everything on a schedule, but it, it's just it weighs so heavy on them especially to have that level of patience i will say you know if you're able to push through the first the younger years with the patience i feel like the older years pay off but yeah. just that level of patience by yourself because like you know husband and wife you'd be like i'm about to break you step in you can yep. you know Yep. Because that's, that's what if I do. You I do a, if you got a good
0: willing husband, because it's oh, a yeah, lot of married women know. too that are still do, they're married and still doing it
1: on their own. That's true. Know. That's very true. But, you yeah. know what? That's so true. That's so true. I'll be like, you know what? <laughs> uh one time uh <laughs> I cleaned the house so good all by myself. I cleaned the house so good. My husband said, how much will we have paid a cleaning person? I said in the amount. He said, Here, baby, here's a here's, here's a <laughs> oh, right. shoot, He said, Ooh,
0: I know. My uh my uh housekeeper just texted me too, like, can I come on Thursday? He'd be asking me if he could come. Cause I'll be cleaning my house myself most of the
1: time. But he be like, Can I come? I'm like, should I let him come? See, I I don't want to get a housekeeper even because the second In 24 hours? It's messed up. It's messed up. And, oh, what was it, Sunday? I was so happy. So I have a living room, a kitchen, wait, a living room, a kitchen, a stairway, two bathrooms, two bedrooms, right? Because I have two little kids share a room and then one kid is in my room, the baby, right? Mm -hmm. When I tell you. The living room, the kitchen, the stairway, and the kids' room was perfectly clean. All three at one. I had to all at one time. Nobody touched nothing. <laughs> I was so happy. I said, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. My room is still a mess. But listen, oh, my goodness. <laughs> the kitchen, the living room, the kids' room is perfect. And I was so happy. I was like, three and the stairway. Everything was like smelling like lemon i was so happy (laughs) i was so happy so now i'm keeping it up and then you know extreme cleaning my own room which is really just editing clothes right editing my husband's clothes but (laughs) does anybody do that does anybody throw their husband's clothes away no, he kinda yeah. my husband
0: is super like organized. So he does it on his own. We kind of do it at the same time together. Like oh, we nice. at our closet because we buy a lot of stuff. So we'll look at our closets like, uh-uh. So he's going through his stuff. I'm going through my stuff while the kids are taking a nap. We load it up in the car and take it to Goodwill.
1: Oh, that's nice of you. <laughs> so we're I'd be nice like, oh no, nah. we ain't rid of that. <laughs>
0: I don't think I've ever like taken anything. I will tell him like I think it's time to let that go. I've done that in the past but or if he's going through his stuff, he'll kind of ask me like should I keep this? Should I keep them? Like no, let that go. That over there? Let that go too. <laughs> like
1: just let it go. But he does pretty good with that. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good.
0: Yeah. So when it comes down to this gentle parenting, does it work? I feel like it depends on you, your child, your situation. Like you have to adapt what works for you. I do think that you can pick and pull certain aspects of what you want to do. There's no perfect way to parent. Um, but if you did want to start to incorporate this into your parenting style. There's a couple of tips that they did mention uh, to focus on, which is understanding their emotions. So make an effort to understand their emotions. Provide comfort, reassurance, practice empathy, um, be an effective listener, show respect, and be selective with your no. By the Mm -hmm. way, all this can apply to marriage as well if you... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is how you deal with your husband and your children but um so i like the one about being selective with your no because some things are hard no right do right. not this stove it is hot and sometimes right. you have to abruptly say no to stop your kid in their tracks if they're right. in danger if their life is in danger no no johnny um that's very hot we don't have time for that no hot like, stop, <laughs> you know,
1: or exactly
0: in the street. You know, these are things that you should prepare your kid for before the scenario happens. About, you know, like I see kids running the street all the time, I'm like they don't know not to go on the street. Like, how do they not know not to go on the street? So, mm-hmm. certain things that you have to just constantly be teaching your kids. But, um, I like the part about being selective with their no because a lot of the time for the um for not the lack of not wanting to um how do i say that um if you don't want to deal with something you just automatically say no right right if you're like i don't have time to explain this i don't have time for gentle parenting right now the answer is no like i got other things going on but I, f- I like the part about being selective with that because you can't just say no to everything because the kid still has questions and they're gonna be curious and they're like, well, why did they say no to that? Like, what's so what's so wrong with throwing um, these AirPods down the toilet? Like, what's gonna happen? Like, why do they say no, you know?
1: Meanwhile, my daughter did one time dump an entire thing of barrettes down a toilet.
0: Yeah, because if she was about to do it, imagine if she was about to do it, and you were like no I don't do that she's like as soon as she go in her room i'm going do it because i want to see what's gonna happen so yeah. if you explain like no we can't throw the you know the dinosaurs in the toilet because they're gonna get stuck in there and then when you go to try to use the bathroom and you flush it it's gonna get all over the dinosaurs and then we're gonna have to call the plumber he's gonna take the toilet apart and and then he's to like wow he can take the toilet apart you know it's like they get
1: lost on <laughs> They get locked. Oh, well, let me just say, my downstairs neighbor, they had to move out for a month. What? The, the, the thing that did get stuck down there, they had a water issue down. It's, you know. <laughs> See, that's why you
0: explain things to your kids. That's why you gotta
1: explain things. Because oh, no. like, it was during the pandemic, though. Oh, my God. Because, you know, everything was a little wild in the pandemic
0: right you just like at, at, at some point you like that you know normally as a parent when the house gets quiet you're like oh my gosh where's everybody at some point in the pandemic you just be
1: like thank you jesus it's quiet <laughs> <laughs> let me enjoy these few seconds and then you're like <laughs> oh no you know what's sad i don't remember if i flushed it or she flushed it because i think she put it in there and i was like it'll be all right oh my god <laughs> i might have flushed sad. it I was like, let's get rid of this evidence. I'm not putting my hand in that toilet.
0: Yeah. But I think that's why it's good to just be selective, you know. I was like, yeah I saw something, I saw like an um, Instagram post that had a picture of a mom with a picture of water and there was a child below it and they were pouring the picture of water onto the child and it was basically saying like whatever you pour into your kid is what's going to come out. Mm. So they're If you're reacting, excuse me, you can't get upset at your kid for yelling at you or yelling at other kids or yelling at their teacher uh, when they don't like something, because when you don't like something, all you do is yell at them.
1: Yeah, that's so true.
0: You can't expect for different results to come out of your child if all you're, you're, you're telling them how to, how to behave, how to act. And not just what you say, but how you behave. How you yeah. behave is how they're gonna behave.
1: That's so true. Of
0: course, they're still children, so they're gonna throw tantrums and things like that anyway, but you can equip them with a different way to handle their frustrations, their problems, their confusion. Like you it's our job as parents to give them the tools that they need to be able to grow into an adult. So if you show them that every time they don't like something you yell that's what they're gonna do so we just have to be very careful and what we're pouring into our kids and what they see from Mm -hmm. us and how we interact with our spouses our other children our parents our neighbors like they they literally are watching everything
1: so i'm off my soapbox Listen, it's really but the thing is it's really true and however you know you act or you respond, Mm -hmm. each kid is different and whatever you do, they're gonna repeat. I know um I make my kids do affirmations just about every day or I'll kind of corner them in their room or their space and be like, I just want you to know that you're so smart, you're a hard worker, I'm so proud of you. And they just be like, Thanks, Mom. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, fill them up. Yeah, fill them, fill them back up. You, you have, know, you have to. Because who else, if not you? And then my daughter going to come home and say, Mom, guess what? Um, so-and-so said I was so smart. One of the little kids. Uh-huh. I was like, I told you, girl. I told you. <laughs> Everybody else to see it, too. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess they tell you to don't say your kid is smart, to say that they're a hard worker. Uh-huh but I do both I do both. right you are smart girl are you smart Ooh, look at me Ooh, <laughs> I think
0: <that laughs> I absolutely love it and I love that I'm so proud of all the moms in my life because yeah they are really working hard we're all working hard to be the best mothers that we can be um even just like the comments that we get on some of our Instagram posts, like I can just tell that this circle of right. women, of mothers, we're really doing our best and that's all that you can do. None of us are perfect. None of us are going to get it right every single time. But the fact that, that you're even listening right now is great. It shows that you are a good mother. It shows that you wanna be better. You wanna be the best for your child so shout out to y'all shout out to us we're gonna keep doing the best that we can do we're gonna keep um getting poured into ourselves we have to make sure we have our own outlet we have to make sure that we're doing affirmations ourselves so we can be able to pour that into our kids so make sure you're filling your own cup up as well amen and just keep trying every day and if you make a mistake just you know dust it off apologize to your kid don't be afraid and move forward and Let's raise some respectable, intelligent, beautiful, loving, caring, compassionate children. Amen. <laughs>
1: Amen. Thank you because, guys. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say because my son over here, he can't wait to get married. He didn't have a whole family. So I, <laughs> I just hope this girl is compassionate and, and, and has good parents too. She better be. Anyway, that's a whole other. Anyways, this is the end of the podcast. Guys.
0: <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you guys leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Somebody's Mama Pod. Follow us on YouTube at Somebody's Mama Podcast. Subscribe, all that good stuff. And we'll highlight y'all next week. Bye
1: bye.